Bill O'Reilly here, Wednesday, January 27th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. 45 Republican senators vote to dismiss the impeachment trial. Joe Biden targeting the oil industry. The U.S. poverty level rises at the fastest pace in 50 years. Twitter permanently bans the CEO of MyPillow. Three out of five Americans are getting substantial weight on their bodies. Also ahead, is President Biden really a far-left guy? Looks that way. But first, a majority of GOP senators voting to stop the impending trial of Mr. Trump, claiming it's unconstitutional to impeach a person no longer in office. The final vote, 55-45, to advance the proceedings with five Republicans siding with the Democrats. They include Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, Ben Sass, Pat Toomey, and of course, Mitt Romney. With so many Republican senators against the trial, it is pretty much over. President Biden signing a series of executive orders limiting America's energy industry. New rules prohibit drilling on public lands, which accounts for nearly 10% of all onshore production. Gas prices already rising in most states as oil executives hoard cash to counter the tighter regulations. The end of 2020 brought the sharpest rise in the American poverty rate since the 1960s. Economists at the University of Chicago reporting a 3% jump since October, meaning an additional 8 million citizens are now considered poor. Statistics show black Americans are three times as likely to live beneath the poverty line as white Americans. All this, of course, because of COVID. Twitter banning MyPillow founder Mike Lindell for life. The social media company made its decision based on a new policy it enacted after the Capitol insurrection. People who repeatedly share information questioning the 2020 election can be barred for good. Twitter says Lindell's comments present a, quote, public safety risk. Lindell counters by saying he is being censored. A new survey from WebMD says a majority of adults have gained between 5 and 15 pounds during the pandemic. According to the polls, 68% are snacking more, 55% working out less, and a third are drinking booze a lot. In a moment, Joe Biden. Radical? Right back with it. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper— and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Well, President Biden's been in office one week, and already he has done a lot of things. On Monday, on the No Spin News, on BillOReilly.com, I run down 
what President Biden is really doing with his flurry of executive orders. It's all about favoring certain groups of Americans and excluding others from government attention. This is called equity, and the philosophy behind it is that because of historical injustice in America, specific people will get extra advantages today to make up for what happened, say, 150 years ago. The problem is that the tax dollars of all hardworking Americans will pay for the equity perks, while many Americans will not participate in them. That is divisive. When the population wakes up to what's really happening, and that'll take a while because the media isn't reporting it, there will be deep anger with this equity business. President Biden doesn't seem to care and may even not fully understand what he's doing. But the progressive forces behind him surely understand, and they are thrilled. So let's be clear. Equity is the favoring of certain groups, and it is not equality. Equity is favoritism. I call it the most favored person status. Did you vote for that? Now, the country's motto is e pluribus unum, Latin for out of many, one. Mr. Biden's motto seems to be, we'll favor disenfranchised groups, mostly based on skin color. And if you don't like it, you're a bigot. This from a president who says he wants unity. Millions of Americans will now achieve most favored person status and will receive many benefits. For some of them, it's a good thing. They are having trouble and the federal government needs to help them. But Mr. Biden says, quote, he is embedding equity in everything. This, of course, will divide the country even more than it's divided now. So historical injustice may well be compounded by Joe Biden. Isn't that ironic? The solution to this problem is an equal society where every American has the same advantage to pursue happiness. And that advantage is the Constitution, but it must be enforced. You can't deny African Americans or anyone else the right to live in any neighborhood they want to live in. You can't throw people who are sick, mentally disabled away. You have to help them. But this should be done on a case-by-case -case basis. Equality should be the rule of the land. Someone tell President Biden. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by writing it. Disagree? I'd like to hear from you. Bill at BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days. You know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money 
your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Exactly 76 years ago today, the Allied forces liberated the Auschwitz concentration camp in the closing months of World War II. While no one knows exactly how many people were murdered by the Nazis in the forced labor complex, historians believe more than one million human beings died there on Polish soil. On January 27, 1945, a band of Soviet soldiers stumbled to the gates of what they thought was an abandoned textile factory. They discovered 20,000 pots, 50,000 pairs of shoes, 10-foot-tall piles of human hair, oil drums filled with gold teeth and reading glasses. German SS guards, knowing the war could not be won, ordered the living prisoners at Auschwitz to destroy buildings and actually murder each other to try to conceal the horror. Eventually, more than 9,000 survivors exited the 28 barracks to greet their Russian liberators. They had been abandoned without food, water, or heat for nearly three weeks. Prisoners included Hitler's political enemies, communists, prisoners of war, homosexuals, the mentally disabled, but mostly Jews. The average life expectancy for all prisoners at Auschwitz, less than 30 days for those over the age of 65, one hour. At its height, the Third Reich operated 42,000 ghettos and concentration camps between 1933 and 45. The network spanned from France to Russia, jailing more than 750,000 people at any given time. 15 to 20 million human beings were either murdered or imprisoned at these sites, the largest mass murder in human history. And here's something else you might not know. During the liberation of Auschwitz and other Nazi death camps, survivors spontaneously began singing Havtikva, a 19th century poem about the Jewish people's eventual return to Jerusalem. The title in Hebrew means the hope and is today the official national anthem of Israel. If you would like to learn more about Auschwitz, my book Killing the SS is illuminating. Back after this. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.